0: Welcome to, welcome to Markets Now. I'm Michelle Rook with Mike Zuzalo with Global Commodity Analytics. We're seeing a mixed trade in the grains this morning. Uh, corn and wheat futures, a little bit of pressure there with to the plus side while we're seeing the livestock mixed as well. And Mike, I want to start off talking about exports that were out this morning, kind of uh, lukewarm or tempered, I would say, is that because of the holiday or was that because uh, we are seeing some shipping issues?
1: Yeah, it's hard to see it, that it's all shipping, Michelle, at this point. it's a, You're right. It's the second week in a row of a holiday week where we were low, but we were low enough even that we didn't meet the lowest trade guesses in many cases. And we're right now running around 50 to 70 percent behind the four-week average in corn, beans, and wheat on some of these numbers for two weeks in a row in some cases. And so... With the physical exports, though, and wheat being a marketing year high and the physical exports on the report showing corn at over a million metric tons, it looks like we're moving a lot out of the Gulf, but are we not getting it down to the Gulf still? So my sense is, is that with the trade, very concerned about what's happening in the Red Sea and very concerned about the elections in Taiwan on Saturday, Both the futures market and the end users out there in the export market have kind of pulled back and are waiting for more news. I I think we're kind of at a watershed moment here as far as maybe seeing a reset in these prices because so much is coming at us, both in the last 24 hours, in the next 24 hours, and then in the weekend. So I'm hoping next week we kind of break free from this overall negative demand malaise that we've been fighting and, uh, you know, being led lower by the soybeans, especially with them losing so much.
0: Yeah. And soybeans trying to bounce this morning. And of course we're just pretty oversold there and maybe seeing a little report positioning.
1: Yes, I think so. You know, we had the CONAB numbers out on uh, Wednesday. We were able to get uh, the Rosario exchange numbers for Argentina on Wednesday night. Um, I think the big feature really goes back to the meal market. We've got the January meal really fighting back, kind of punching back a- against the three-year support line of around 364.50. In um, the overnight markets, that seemed to bring the beans back around, as did the uh, palm oil markets. I think Malaysia reported they were at about a four or five-month low in palm oil stocks. That again hasn't really gotten a lot of traction this week so far.
0: Yeah, and you've got to believe that meal market is going to continue to slide here with the Rosario Grain Exchange coming in with those Argentina numbers, uh, basically rebounding by 50% from last year.
1: Yes, and we also have a a substantial deep in the red price action as far as margins in China. I think Dalian physical meal margins are back down to around negative forty to negative negative fifty dollars a ton. That's getting down close to the twenty twenty three lows, and so China is still a key element to both the meal and the hogs. I think. Meal does have some daylight here with the hogs here at the Mercantile Exchange finding some support. So I put meal as the leader to the upside. Oil should support, but I, I'm surprised that we're not seeing more of a bounce in the crude oil market today with more activity in the Red Sea.
0: Let me circle back around and talk about uh, the WASD out tomorrow. As you mentioned, large data dump. What are you going to be watching for? And, you know, we have estimates right now, at least on ending stocks for the U.S. that don't look much different than they did last month.
1: No, they don't. And I think this is where I, I'm still below a 2 billion bushel carryover for 2324 corn. And when I look at the Brazilian numbers um, with USDA at 129 million metric tons in December versus Conab below 118, I'm a little over 118. I am in the camp. And this is what I've sent out to clients and subscribers is that I'm more like a 306 million metric ton corn ending stocks number for the world. That would be about 3 million tons below the lowest newswire estimate that I keep track of. I don't do newswire estimates because I don't want the computerized algo traders to be able to trade my analysis. And so that's how, kind of how I measure things out as I'm below the lowest trade guess on corn. If I see the direction of the USDA moving my way, I think the corn could be a real strong support feature and maybe the market would reassess the supply side instead of only looking at demand like we talked about earlier. Yeah,
0: yeah so we're gonna be watching South American numbers. How much of a wild card will the quarterly stocks be?
1: It could be a big wild card because the proportion of on-farm storage versus commercial storage and we've seen a real uptick in the cash corn basis recently. I'm not so sure that like the cattle market. Um, packers being short-bought, that end-users are not short-bought. Um, ethanol margins have slipped a little bit, so that concerns me, but that's just happened here in the last week or so. But I, I would say that it may be that the commercial stocks side of the portion of the equation may be tight, and uh, that may subject, suggest some more uh, upside in terms of cash basis.
0: Uh, corn and wheat, as I pointed out, uh, lower here this morning. Is that report positioning, or is wheat just dragging down corn on weather?
1: Yeah, I think the hard red wheat market who had the best showing of the last week or so because of the cold weather and some mist rains, Not just cold weather here in the Southern Plains, but also over in Germany and some parts of Western Europe and even snaking kind of into the Eastern European wheat. Um, I think the markets may be pulling back because updated models are suggesting, yes, we're going to get extremely cold. But by next Tuesday, Wednesday, areas like Garden City, Kansas will be back in the low 30s. So I would say Thursday's trade, if we're going to see two leaders to the downside, if it's weather based, especially probably hard red wheat and then the feeder cattle as well.
0: Yeah, and we do have cattle down this morning, so that kind of explains that, doesn't it?
1: I think so, and I think the as we talked about before we went on air, this market has not had a lot of reaction to the upside when given quite a bit of fundamental news, and I still think that cash market needs to find some support and needs to be reported before the traders are really going to take one side or the other.
0: Yeah, and we've been up the last three weeks, Mike, on cash. Do you think that we'll be up again here this week as the Packers maybe have to get a little bit more aggressive here as we get into the end of the week.
1: Yes, I think they should. I think this is where we are cutting deep in the red for beef, but we're also pretty short bought, I think, so far early in the winter time and the demand's been there. Uh, I think the other thing about the feeders that really, I think maybe are the leadership quality here is do we see a big corn bounce and that react creates a reaction negative in the feeders, Michelle, and we've got the cash index at the mercantile exchange for feeders running 4 5 6 dollars premium to the futures and so when i look at the feeders i'm looking at them as maybe the main directive to which way this trend goes as i wait for that fat cattle market to develop
0: And the hog market setting back here, we've been up five days, so maybe just a little consolidation there, you think?
1: I think so. I think they probably bet on some good export sales. They got good export sales in the pork this morning, and so I think we're trying to see a little bit of profit taking. I would be watching, though, if the cattle downside opened up. I wouldn't be surprised that if the beans opened up to the downside again, the hogs would not be able to fight that given the price rally they've seen.
0: Thanks for joining us, Mike Zuzalo with Global Commodity Analytics. That is Markets Now.